0: This is Real Estate News with Kathy Fedke. We've been hearing a lot about the risk of inflation lately. With government money flooding into the market and the economic recovery in high gear, we've already seen some price jumps. The Federal Reserve has tried to calm fears by telling us that prices will settle back down, but rent prices are probably not among them. And higher rents, or what's known as shelter inflation, is a big part of the Consumer Price Index. I'm Kathy Fetke, and this is Real Estate News for Investors. A recent Business Insider blog makes a case for rent growth as a catalyst for inflation, that rents are starting to go up after a decline during the pandemic, and are not likely to settle back down. The blog cites Morgan Stanley economists who say that rent prices are flashing signs of more persistent inflationary pressures, and Goldman Sachs economists who say, Special factors that suppressed inflation during the pandemic have eased up. They feel that as other prices rise and pull back because of the reopening, that rents will continue to accelerate, and will likely bring permanent inflation above 2%. The central bank expects to see inflation rise above 2%, but not forever. The Fed likes that 2% mark, but is willing to let it run above 2% because it had run below 2% for such a long time. If inflation runs past the Fed's sweet spot and stays there for too long, we may see some changes in the Fed's strategy, such as short-term interest rate hikes. But what economists are all trying to predict is exactly where inflation will go from here. What I found interesting about the current situation is the role that higher rents would play in this scenario, and that shelter inflation may not be an accurate measurement. To understand this kind of impact, it's important to understand what policymakers are looking at, In this case, it's shelter inflation which tracks housing costs based on rent levels, and it's a major part of the CPI basket. Home prices don't figure into the calculation, though. It's based on rent that tenants are paying, which is based on real numbers, and the implicit rent that owner-occupants would pay if they were paying rent on their homes, which is hypothetical. The Labor Department collects this data from its Consumer Expenditure Survey. One of the questions posed to homeowners is what their home would rent for, in their opinion. The answer is called the owner's equivalent rent, and it's up to the owner to provide that information. A recent Bloomberg opinion piece shows why this could spell trouble for calculating real inflation, because homeowners don't adjust as quickly as the market does to pricing pressures. According to that blog, the owner's equivalent rent increased 2% this last year, compared to a year earlier, while the National Association of Realtors reported a 16% increase in year over year home prices during the first quarter of this year. Bloomberg's author, Brian Chapetta, says this kind of wide discrepancy, unseen since the mid-2000s housing bubble, could have significant consequences for reported inflation statistics and monetary policy in the world's largest economy. Goldman economists are expecting shelter inflation to push overall inflation permanently higher. As reported by Business Insider, they expect shelter prices to increase 3.8% year-over-year by the end of next year and rise above 4% in 2023, and they don't expect it will be temporary. This isn't a direct correlation to higher home prices, but economists say that home price growth does eventually impact shelter inflation. It just takes a while. Chapata said in his Bloomberg piece that the owner's equivalent rent understates the price appreciation in the housing market relative to the S&P CoreLogic Case-Shiller U.S. National Home Price Index. He says the owner's equivalent rent has gone up 31% over the past decade, while home prices have risen more than 73%. That's a pretty big difference. He said he doesn't believe this kind of measure is completely bogus, though, but that it doesn't do a good job as an economic indicator, mostly because homeowners aren't well enough informed to provide market-based rent hypotheticals. It doesn't help that the pandemic is also skewing the current set of data points. Chapada says there will always be questions concerning inflation, but he added the Labor Department's rent hypothetical should receive extra scrutiny. And that's especially important right now as the nation navigates an economic recovery unlike any other in our history. If you like this podcast, it would mean so much if you would subscribe. And if you'd like more information about the housing market, real estate, and how you can make real estate work for you, you can join Real Wealth at newsforinvestors.com. It's free to join, and you'll have access to hundreds of educational webinars in our learning center. I'm Kathy Fetke, and thanks so much for joining me here on Real Estate News for Investors. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are provided for informational purposes only and should not be construed as an offer to buy or sell any securities or to make or consider any investment or course of action. For more information, go to newsforinvestors.com.